Welcome to the Kosafa Show with Mark Gleason and Nick Said. Welcome to our latest episode of the Kosafa Show, which comes just days away from the start of the Hollywood Bets Kosafa Cup, where South Africa will look to retain the title they won last year. We'll hear what Durban has planned for the regional showpiece event and also get the views of Zambia goalkeeper Hazel Nali as she prepares for the 2022 Women's Africa Cup of Nations that gets underway on Saturday. Zambia are there representing our region along with South Africa and Botswana. But first, Felix Tangawarima, who is a member of the CAF Referees Committee and has excellent insight into the match officials across the continent. He touches on a range of subjects, including those referees he expects to retire this year, which include some of the region's leading names. What, what have you and been up to and, and what has the Kasafa region been up to uh, with regards to match officials in the last few months? What I can say is uh, you find out that uh, it's development of referees without development of the people who develop referees will not be doing anything. So what we did as Kosafa uh, through the Secretariat, uh, you know, every year we have uh, FIFA courses which actually give us uh, a, a quarter of who can attend the, the FIFA, you know, uh, instructor's courses. We then discovered that we have quite a number of instructors within our region who were not going to be you know, accommodated into the Futuro course from FIFA. So what we did is we then requested FIFA through COSAFA that they give us a, a course which was actually funded by, by them. It was a Zoom course where we selected uh, two instructors from every country of our uh, member association, except the two French countries, Comoros and uh, Madagascar. They were not actually accommodated in there. So we had a, a five-day Futuro course. It was a high-level you know, uh, course for instructors. And uh, what we did also was uh, we looked at a situation that you know, development is a process. And uh, we also wanted to bring some new instructors. We have some recently retired referees uh, into the system of, you know, helping other referees. So we had uh, about 27, 28 I mean, instructors. Uh, we we did a course for, now it was sponsored by FIFA for one week, for five days, which was very, very successful. And this is where we say, look, we are not able to be in every national association every day, but if we develop these instructors, they are with the referees every day, so they will help us you know, in, the, in the development of referees. Now, having done that, we have a number of tournaments this year, and uh, when I looked at uh, what COSAFA has done in terms of the referees department uh, development over the years, I think we have been ranked number one in Africa in terms of uh, the development of referees. And uh, it is evidence, it's not only on paper, but you could see on the ground that, uh, for example, the AFCON uh, final, it was taken by Kosafa referees. The Champions League final, it was taken by Kosafa referees. The Confederation Cup final was taken by Kosafa referees. I mean, this is the first time it has happened. So we, we actually having the, the, you know, the results of our development plan, which has been actually laid down for some, some years now. Now, what, we, what we've done is, uh, the referees department is that, seeing that uh, we have taken these referees up to there, 
a number of them are going to, to the referees. For your information, COSAFA is the only zone in Africa which is sending two trios to, to the World Cup in terms of uh, referees. We are sending uh, Gomez with his two assistants. We are also sending Jan Sikazwe with his two assistants. And this is the first time it has happened, and it's the only zone which is actually sending, you know, uh, these referees there. And uh, you will find out out of the 16 referees who are going to to the World Cup, Kosafa is providing six, which is really six, the entire world, I mean, the entire continent, which really shows that we have been working very hard. But what we have actually realized that is that uh, our referees, whilst they are actually reaching the highest level, they, we also look at their ages as well. I'm going to lose at the end of the year, I'll lose about five of my top referees, some through the edge. You know, I will lose uh, Joshua Bondo, he's going to retire at the end of the, the year. Uh, Bernard Camille from Seychelles is retiring. I have, uh, I think, Johnny possibly, he, he also re retire. Um, not sure of Gomez. Gomez, if he goes to the World Cup, uh, he may not continue, but we will still use him in, in, in other you know, areas as well. Looking at this situation, if this all the five top referees go, I'll remain with a, a vacuum. You know, I need to, 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 to close the gap. So what we have done, starting with the, this year's senior challenge, I've brought in uh, new referees. When I say new referees, these are the referees we have been using in, under, uh, in our junior tournaments. But all of the referees coming for the uh, senior Osaka tournament in Deben, they are coming there at that level for the first time. So we actually now starting again, we're going down to the board, drawing board, and we want to bring the new blood into the system. So you'll find out this year's tournament is going to be officiated by referees who have no, never officiated at the senior level, but we have used them in the, in the junior, under 17 and under 20s. So you'll find out once we are there, because we, we actually believe uh, our, we, as COSAFA, we are the referees academy. We, we, we manufacture, we train them. And they, I believe in, a, in when they've gone through this senior challenge tournament, I will be able to push them into the junior tournaments of CAF. And when they do that, um, I, I think it is going to be to be a good thing for our referees for the development part of it. This is when we are looking at the main side. But what we have done, we have two very important tournaments for the ladies, the, the club you know, championship. We also have the senior women uh, tournament. What we have done is in the senior women tournament, we have a number of our, our female referees who are preparing for the World Cup. So in the senior, unlike what we have done before that we bring some junior referees and so, in the senior, we are actually using our the tournament to prepare our referees, our female referees who are going to the World Cup. Not all of them are going, but we have actually brought in the senior, our senior women referees will be actually taking charge of the of the senior challenge, women challenge. Then we also have some referees who are, we, we are developing from the under-17s, uh, female referees. We are going to use them into the, I mean, to the club, you know, Kostafa uh, Club Championship. So basically, you will find out that uh, we, we are going to be very busy uh, uh, this year. We are not forgetting that we also have a beach soccer tournament where, unlike last year, you know, we were experimenting on referees. 
But what I've done this year is I've been in touch with the federation, uh, our member association, you know, um, uh, federations. Uh, we, I've been monitoring the referees themselves uh, you know, when they are officiating in their respective countries. So you find out that this year we are not really going to struggle to look for referees for beach soccer because I now have enough referees uh, from last year to this year. We have made sure that we have the enough referees. So basically, this is what what we we are doing, and uh, it's it's a busy it's a busy year for for us. Yeah, and it must, uh, uh, we've spoken about this before, but it must be so gratifying to see someone like Victor Gomez, and he's just one of many who I I think I'm correct in saying started the Kasafa Under Seventeen Championship as a referee, and now has become you know one of the top on the continent. I mean that that just proves the Kasafa pathway as taking young referees right to the very top. You know, I'm extremely happy when you look at it. All the referees who are going to, to the World Cup, all the referees who have actually done so well for, for Africa, from our zone, they are the products of the under-17. And when we look at the under-17, it is a tournament where we use the referees who are not yet on FIFA. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad that uh, all of these referees, they came through there, one good thing about uh, the referees in our zone, they, you know, they, they listen to instructions. For example, the first thing I tell them when they come, the first day they come, I tell them in non-certain terms that if you are here for money, unfortunately, this is not the platform. We don't need you here. Here we need people we can develop. And uh, they've actually... Uh, you know, accepted and uh, embraced that concept of development. Look, all our referees, they've done so well. And to say that they've gone through all the stages of COSAPA, under 17, under 20, and the senior challenge, really, we we as COSAPA, we as a team, it's not, it's not a reference department thing. It, it includes everybody, yourselves, you know, other departments of, of COSAFA who are actually working together with us. We cannot do it in isolation. But I'm so, so pleased that, uh, look, we, we, we can look back from where we came from and uh, we are proud as a zone that we have brought up the best referees in Africa and possibly the best, some of the best referees in the world. So my, my prayer is that when they go to the World Cup, they can show what Africa can do. As they show what Africa can do, they are actually showing what COSAFA can do. So really, like you have said, we are so proud of our, our referees. They have represented us very well at all the levels. Uh, like I'm talking to you right now, the boys are in Qatar. They are preparing for the World Cup. Those guys who are going to the World Cup, they're in Qatar right now. One important thing as well you need to understand, Nick, is that uh, we our product, which is the referees, is actually been exported elsewhere. You know, we have referees, uh, Gomez and Gianni, they are now being, you know, invited in Asia and in other countries throughout the world. This is a sign that our product, it's a quality product. Uh, if really they were not a quality product, they would not be, you know, requested elsewhere in the world. So as COSAFA, we, we are really, really very proud of this development. And then Mr. Felix, we also talk, you know, referees, you can't do it all alone. And, and ref, you need referees instructors. I, I believe that has been a little bit of an issue trying to get, um, trying to train up the people who are training the referees. How is that kind of going at the moment? You see, the, the challenge we have is that uh, 
let's say, let's look at the physical. This is where I'm facing some challenges, the physical part of the development of referees. You know, we 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 have criteria. FIFA has got criteria, CAF has got criteria of who should be a physical coach. Obviously, somebody who must have a, a physical background, who has done physical, you know, coach, you know, you know, courses and so on. And this area is very difficult to come by in the, in our zone. Um, I, this is an area where I'm struggling, and uh, I was speaking to the general secretary, Madam Sue, to see how best we can actually alleviate the problem. Because you'll find out generally, uh, reference instructors, they are coming from the referee background. They have been referees before they have retired and we've developed them to be instructors, which, which is not a big problem. Where we have a problem is the physical instructors. When you look at our referee, referees who have retired, not all of them can be physical coaches. And uh, now we need to outsource. We need to look for you know, instructors from elsewhere from athletic departments. Now, the challenge is that uh, we may go and get somebody from, from athletics, but is he working with the federation? This is where we have a problem. The, that is he accepted by his federation? The challenge is if the federation says we, we don't accept, we don't work with this particular person, we as COSAFA, we don't have a right to, to override the decision of the federation and use that person. So this is where we are having a challenge. We need, you know, through Madam Sue and the national associations to, to help us when we identify somebody who is not from the refereeing background, from the referees, you know, uh, family, is an athlete, is from police, from elsewhere. If, if then we can harness, the, you know, and uh, try to bring this person into the, into the referees of the National Association, trying to have this person accepted uh, by the Football Association, this is where we, we have a challenge. We can actually outsource uh, from other areas uh, people who can help us as physical instructors, as physical coaches. But the challenge is CAF and the FIFA want us to work with those who work with the Federation. And the Federation sometimes will say, no, we don't know this person. And when they do that, it becomes very difficult for us to probably use the same person because uh, this is where the challenge is. So this is an area which is giving me a lot of problems. It's a very important area in terms of you know physical, the physical ability of the referee in any tournament, in any officiating is very is of paramount importance. But how do I get the people qualified to to train the referees? This is where the challenge is. So I'm actually uh, trying to find out a way with Madam Sue. Uh, if I identify somebody who is not from the uh, from the referring department, then through COSAFA, we will try to persuade the Football Association to accept this person to be working with the referees within the Football Association. Great. That's perfect, Mr. Felix. Unless there's anything else that you want to add, um, I think that's absolutely wonderful summary of, of where we are. No, no. Uh, what I can say really is I I need to, to thank the support we are having from our secretariat and everybody in Kosafa. Without that support, we would not be where we are now. 
And uh, really, they have actually supported us as the department. You know, our department is, brings in lots of people. I mean, we lots of referees from different, you know, background. But uh, I can I can say that uh, everything I have requested from the office, they have actually given me. They have supported me. So again, I need to to comment uh, what the Kosafa family is doing, and in particular, the support. You as media have done to the department, the secretariat, not forgetting the, the executive. I mean, we would not do it without them. So really, I just hope we'll continue, you know, working as a family, as we have been doing. And I can assure you from my department, you will still get the best, I mean, referees. I mean, this I can assure you, I can guarantee. We, I mean, we, we are specialized in, in bringing up good referees, and this is what we are going to do. But I need to thank everybody in Kosafa for all the support they have actually rendered to the referees department. I, I think it's going to be another very, very, you know, very important and exciting tournament. The, you know, seeing the youngsters coming uh, because they, they can see where we can run, where Kosafa wants to take them. And um, they are already motivated. So motivating them is not a, a big problem. On behalf of my department, I need to thank your department, the media and the secretariat for a job, job well done. Thank you very much. Durban will play host to the Kusafa Cup this year, reprising their role from 2019. And as Councillor Vuzian Gradi explains, the city has big plans for the event. Councillor Mgad, um, thank you very much for hosting us today. Uh, what can we uh, expect from Itegu as a host city? Siazuguti, Lemidalizo Figala, Itegwini for Iminyaga Eu, Triuk, Sugela Glonyago Lul, Ninani Itegu, Senuglungele, Yenugut Pindis Lalipansi, Nomak Pindi Kalipansi Mlal. Thank you, Leonard. Uh, greetings to you. Uh, you know, Tina Ezi, we are always ready. We are always ready and we are looking forward uh, to host uh, uh, such a beautiful event uh, this year as well. You know, Tina, even if you can say uh, you're coming tomorrow, we are always ready. So our facilities, uh, hotels, everything, transportation, we are always ready. So even if you can say, you know, me later, then we are ready and we are looking forward to it. As a whole city, what do you guys actually look forward to? Because you will be having about 14 countries that will be coming down here in Durban. What kind of investment or return on the investment that you have made with the COSAFA that you as the city are actually looking forward to? Uh, mostly, it's, it's, it's hosting such events. It's not only about tourism. It's also the de- development as well uh, of, 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 of players. It's a, it's a development and it's a scouting of talent as well. As you know, if Ikosafa Ilala, then we have scouts from, 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 from uh, PSL teams. We have scouts from, 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 from international, international scouts. So, so for us, we would see in, in, in South Africa, in Etseguini, see an event of that magnitude. So it's, it's a great honor. And you know, see, we, we are very proud to see uh, we will be hosting this, and they will come. And they say Itegwini is a, it's a, it's an Africa's showground, and and uh, 
these 14 countries, they are coming here to showcase their talent in our own uh, backyard. So whoever will be scouted here, and that is going to assist our teams, local teams as well. We'll see if they are looking for players and they will be here scouting and Abanye, they will get the chance, you know, to, to, to show their talents. And, and, and for us, uh, it's not only about the revenue that we're going to generate as a city. Also, that is also important. And others, they will be coming to South Africa for the, for the first time. They will be coming to Etegwini for the first time. And as you know, Etegwini is the warmest place to be. So as they will be here, they will tell Abanya as well, you know, let's go down to, to Debit. It's the warmest place to be. So for us, it's 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 a lot. Yes. Thank you, Councillor Mgadi. Um, this year, the games are coming back again, but there is a new sponsor, a title sponsor now, as all Hollywood bets have come on board. Ibupi ubdlelwano enfisa nina jengo mkandlu wetegu ubaka mtlambe nao ama kampani anjengo Hollywood bets uguze abandu basetegwini bagwazu kutibatole okunonyuan. You know what they say, working together, we can do more. So private, uh, the corporates and government, we are servicing one people, uh, South Africans, Etegwini people at large. So we're uh, uh, having an opportunity for us to work with them. It's, 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 it's a great honor. So and we're looking forward to it. If there are more, uh, more corporate uh, businesses that want to work with, with us, our hands are always open. So especially if it's going to benefit mainly Abandu versus South Africa, it's a bonus for us. Babu Mgadi, Ogokdrina, Lama Games, Afiga Ngezikati, La Mtlambeni, Umkandlu, Wetegu, Ukewa Shaya Kwa Kulu, Nga Maflats, Ukona Mtlambe, Lagozo, Zamuk, Nga Pezelega Kone, Bandu, Numangasebaye Kone, Makraundini, Batu, Kala, Mtlambe, Batale Panzi, Babu Geze, Mdlalo, Gunoguti, Mtlambe, Batkabange, Inzize, Seni, Lulegu, Zona, Nina, Ezu, Mkandlu, Nabandu, Basa, Mkandlu, Football is, is part of uh, entertainment. Secondly, if Kunama Games... We know Uguti Abandu Lababa street vendors. They get an opportunity to come and, and sell and they make money. So for them, Nekatigunama floods, Ama ground, Alimala, and so Abibenga was Uguti Barane, their businesses. But now it's, it's, it's their opportunity. Jenga Manje, what we're trying to do, Uguti City, despite what happened, Jenga Manje, Ipatimpili at Quebec. So for us, it's a great honor and definitely it's going to assist Abandu. But understand that despite Zambia are hoping to book a first ever ticket to the Women's World Cup next year, but to do so, they must finish in the top four at the upcoming Women's Africa Cup of Nations tournament in Morocco. Goalkeeper Hazel Nali reveals what the build-up to the tournament has been like for her side. I feel uh, it's a very great experience. Firstly, I just want to thank God because he's the one that has made each and every appearance for me possible because without him, I couldn't have done it. But it's a motivation to me, myself, and of course to the team because I'm coming here for the third time. And obviously, I'll just need to prepare and to to help the team with the experience that I'm bringing. Uh, so far, so good. I think the preparations are going on so well. Everyone is working so hard, and I feel everyone is excited for the games ahead of us. I would say it's 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 just not more about pressure, but 
it just needs to give me the 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 the, the self the self belief because my team believes in me and every, obviously the the young ones that are coming in the team are all looking up to me to say as a as a so I just need to to know why I'm here and why the team believes so much in me and my fellow goalkeepers of course so. I just need to work according to what the coaches need and I, I believe it will be of help to the team. And I'm very happy because we're working as a team. Everyone is pushing, myself and my, my other two goalkeepers. And I believe whoever works so, so, so hard deserves to start. The main discussion here is uh, to start with a bank because I know the first game is always important. And uh, I feel... Everyone is excited for the first game because, you know, if we start with a bang in the first game, obviously it will give us a direction on how we need to play the other two games. When you talk about a bang, what I mean is getting the maximum points because, you know, this is a tournament. Obviously, we're not playing the qualifiers where you feel we can play such a strategy. And then, so we're just looking forward to getting the three, three points. It's just that we just need to be ready because it's not going to be an easy game. They're angry for well, they're angry for for what we did to them, and obviously they are, they are coming with that force of just wanting to win us and nothing. So we just need to be ready and to know to say it's not going to be an easy task. Each and every game in this tournament is very important, like I said earlier on. And as it stands in women's football, no no, no team is small, no team is big. It just comes out on how you take each and every game. So for us, we'll just take each game as it comes and we'll take one game at a time. We'll not trash to say this one is an easy game, this one is a very tough game. We'll take each and every game serious. The friendly that we played and the friendly that we have ahead of us, they are just an insight of how we need to prepare before the games that we're playing. So I feel each and every position that we played, starting from my position to the upfront, um, we made one or two mistakes. And of course, the coaches have been working on that. And then if you can attack more and then not concede, it will be well and good for us. So that's what we're, we're looking at as a team. My main objective is obviously to, to help the team win each and every game. And then if I'm to help the team win, obviously I'll, I'll, I'll have the chance to get maybe the, the player of the match and uh, the, the, the golden glove. Of course, it's, it's been our main objective because we did it before uh, at the last Kosafa and so I feel yeah that's just the main objective. Uh we just need to to focus and not look on the the the, 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 the who plays well, who plays that side but we just need to focus as a team. Of course they've got some professional players in the, the teams of Cameroon, Tunisia, I don't know about Togo but our main objective is just to to focus on the aim that we have as a team and I believe no name, no professional player staff will work for, for other teams. We just focus on what we need as a team. That has really helped us so much and we're very grateful to the association and the, the country at large because they've uh, made it possible for us to come early so that we adapt to the weather and everything that we need to put in place before the game. So, you know, it is, it is really of great help to, to us and the team.
So my way to the fans is just that they should continue supporting us like they do always because it is only their support that will keep us going in every game. They just need to support us to believe in us and we will deliver. That's it for another episode of the Kasafa Show. We'll be back in two weeks with a build-up to the Kasafa Cup final as we see who will lift the trophy this year. Don't forget you can listen to more of our podcasts on Soccer Laduma Radio, Kasafa.tv, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also get the latest news via our website at www.kasafa.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Mm-hmm.